0: Welcome to the 20th... <laughs> oh, oh, a bit trigger-happy there, Rich. <laughs> welcome to the 20th episode of RPG The Golden Years. You've been so excited years. about that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, sorry. I got so trigger-happy with that button. I was just like, yes, push it. Push the push the drop. Yes, hello, and welcome to a non-streamed episode this week. Um, our schedules weren't very lined up shall we say rich
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah we weren't we weren't lining up very well this week so we couldn't really guarantee a screen uh a stream, Ugh. i can't even guarantee a speaking time rich <laughs> yeah we couldn't we couldn't guarantee a streaming time so we just thought we'd do a normal episode this week but uh, we, we will try to get back on the streaming in the future yeah um but yeah how how goes it rich are you still uh grinding away in, in um on the in the Algos solar system
2: yep i'm still grinding there i got my uh what did I say? Fifth character? Fifth? Oh, so you've
0: picked up Hugh?
2: Yep, I got Hugh. Hugh. So Excellent. I got him. So I think um, I'm caught up to where you are.
0: Uh, I've got my seventh character.
2: Well, I'm not caught up to you yet.
0: <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm, I'm really not that much far ahead of you. So if you've just picked up Hugh, um, so you've picked up the recorder from the Biosystems Lab. Is that right? Yep. And then gone back to yep. Peso and got Hugh. Um, and then you're given a key card to get through the tunnel to the next area. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, that's basically where I am. Um, there's, uh, I found the next town, which is why I then got my sixth character. But then I couldn't find the next dungeon, but I found the next town on, which is why I've ended up with my seventh character. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I've now found, I've now found the dungeon which I missed. Um, uh, but yeah, because I can't see, there seems to be absolutely nowhere else to go like everywhere everywhere now on the world map is a dead end.
1: Huh.
0: There's there's okay. no more gateways, no more bridges, nothing else I can climb over. So I'm a bit like, hmm. <laughs> I wonder what I'm supposed to do next. So I, I'm assuming I'm going to go into this dungeon, which is a garbage heap, by the way.
2: Oh, good. <laughs> it's, so excited.
0: It, it's a literal dump. <laughs> I assume there's going to be something in there which is going to help me out. Now, I did ask I, I did ask uh, our friends Winter and uh, R. Lennon if they had any advice on the dump. And they just said, talk to everything. So oh, okay. apparently there's NPCs in this dungeon, oh. uh, but yeah. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to dive in there. I've been doing a lot of grinding with my new characters, testing them out. Hugh Hugh's pretty good, but the next one I I really like the next one, Rich. You're going to get. I'm not going to reveal who it is, but you know. Okay. I I, I'm, I'm I mean I'm, of... I'm very much enjoying that character.
2: Ah, I'm getting. Ready. I'm going to do a lot of grinding this weekend, on it. I find you know with my time during the week is a little bit limited. I guess uh, for for a time, but during the weekend, I can at least get a whole bunch of you know streaming and and grinding on for that. So that's what I'm going to do this weekend.
0: Yeah, so I've been doing my episodes for the uh, for the patrons. So I've got four of those up now, so you can follow my journey. The only thing I'm not really recording is me doing a lot of grinding. So I'm trying to squeeze in extra grinding when I'm getting the train to and from work, uh, and then I'm trying to trying to make sure I, I record when I'm doing the interesting bits, like when I'm diving into dungeons and picking up characters. Although again, the seventh character, I completely forgot to record it. <laughs> I was just like, because I was so busy grinding. Um, so I was grinding Hugh. You know, as you do. Uh and uh having a lot of fun with that and I found the next town and then I I was just in game mode, Rich. I was just like, Oh, I've reached a town, I can go back to Peso and get a new character. And as soon as I picked her up and then I was just like, Oh brilliant, I quit I quipped her out, sorted her out, done all this, and then I got out and started grinding with her. I was just like, Oh my god, I haven't been recording any of this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like oh, bugger so so the um this morning i did a little recap episode of everything everyone missed while i was on the train yesterday <laughs> but yeah that's You're that's legal. that's been a bit of fun uh, but yeah i'm quite enjoying those actually um it's kind of killing my nuzlocke <laughs> i i think um, committing to recording two games at once is a bit much for me rich
2: you did it i
0: know i know i know i need to i need to make sure i need to get fantasy Star finished i'm not planning on recording um Final Fantasy Legends, the next game, but I'm not. I don't think I can. I don't think I'll be able to record Star Ocean after that either, because it's on the PSP, uh, unless I buy a new recording device. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to check that one out. Uh, so figure it out. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and smash through Fantasy Star too, uh, get all that recorded up and out for the patrons, and then uh, I'll go. I'll get back on the Nuzlocking while I'm playing the other games. Because then I can play the other games quietly on the train, and I can play the Nuzlocke loudly outside while I'm walking around. <laughs> That's the plan, anyway. Rich. Speaking of plans, have we got some plans? Yeah, I think we've got one. We've got one. We've got some changes coming up, guys. Uh, we want to make some minor changes to the podcast, but that will be coming at the end of the season. So don't expect to hear that anytime soon. Although we'll keep dropping hints. <laughs> but one change we are going to do, which we can announce today is we are going to drop the non-RPG games. Yay! <laughs> it it seemed like a really good idea, but I, our list is just too long, and I keep finding more Japanese games that weren't <laughs> released in English, so it keeps getting longer. Um, so, yeah, we've decided, as as a starting point, we are going to drop the, um, the non-RPG votes. So, um, sorry if you were a fan of that, you know. Castlevania will be the only non-RPG that ever makes it onto our list. And Rich won that vote, so it's your fault.
2: Yay! I win
0: <laughs> stuff. Uh, do you know? Do you know what I was going, which I was going to nominate and really hope was going to win this year's vote? <laughs> What's that? I was going to go for the Secret of Monkey Island. Oh, that's right. you were talking about that. Yeah it's a it's a point it's a very old point and click game, but I love point and click games. Rich, absolutely love them. Uh, They are so much fun. I I was considering trying to start a point-and-click podcast, but I could find no one else who shares my passion.
2: Oh, God, you'd be alone with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. That would be a very lonely experience. So, uh, yeah, expect some point-and-click Patreon episodes, people. (laughs) Bill plays through the Broken Sword series quietly by himself. (laughs) Click, click, click. (laughs) All fun and games, Rich. It's all fun and games. So, um... Well, do we? I think we have another big update as well that we can talk about. We do. So, people may have noticed that a certain um, certain friend of the show uh, recently was given the opportunity to vote for a game for Rich and I to play and bump up the list. It's exciting stuff, Rich. So, uh, Winter Disa uh who uh she she's on our patron and she she hit our target where she got to nominate uh one of the next games that's going to appear on our list. Uh, I'm just trying to bring up my I tried
2: to sway her so bad on that. Yeah, so did I. <laughs>
0: uh so Disa had her own little list that she was going on. Uh I want to try and find this. This was this was very important, you know. <laughs> it was a, it was a good list. Um Yeah, so Lisa uh Disa took the uh the challenge very seriously, shall we say. <laughs> she created a list of her own of uh several games that she wanted to go through. Um oh, she sent it to us on Twitter, didn't she? That's why I can't find it. Sorry, I'm being I'm being very um <laughs> <I'm> being, <laughs> I was like, what are you looking for? I'm being such a poor host. Sorry, I'm on my phone. <laughs> uh there we go. Patron's choice. I found it. I found it, people. Right, here we go. So Disa made a list of um, 14 games no 12 games uh, and the games were that she was deciding between were Final Fantasy 8, Final Fantasy 6 F- uh, Saga Frontier Ogre Battle The March of the Black Queen Tactics Ogre, let's us cling together uh, Indio Way of the Ninja 7th Saga Paladin's Quest, Vagrant Story Fire Emblem Borders Gate, Dark Alliance. Oh God! Thank God that didn't take it. (laughs) Earthbound and Dungeon Master. That was the list. What do you think of that list, Rich?
2: That list is something.
0: (laughs) I guess that's one way of putting it. (laughs) Yes. It certainly is something. So she whittled it down to a final two, uh, which was Final Fantasy VIII and Saga Frontier. Now, which which one would you have chosen, Rich?
2: I think it's pretty obvious what I would choose. Final Fantasy VIII.
0: <laughs> I I'm going the same place. I would have gone for Final Fantasy VIII. So we put out a poll on Twitter for uh, um, for one day, and we got 34 votes back on that, Rich, and it was a 59 percent win for Final Fantasy VIII. Closer
1: so, than I thought it would be.
0: Yeah, it was. It was a lot closer. So um, quite quite a few people obviously think uh, Saga Frontier is a good game. But are you ready for me to announce the winner, Rich? do it the winner of disa's choice is this game
1: come to saga frontier a vast world where you haven't achieved anything until you lived the lives and completed the quests of seven different heroes Could you kill your twin brother for magic? Or seek revenge for love? Be an outcast in both worlds and survive. Conquer evil. Find the Eight Rings of Salvation? Execute the forgotten directive? Or quite possibly live your dreams? It's all possible on the Saga Frontier. From Squaresoft, only on PlayStation.
2: What I'm tr- looking at that game right now physically in my hand.
0: Oh, really? You've got it?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh. i got both of them.
0: Oh, Rich, uh, turn, turn your camera on. Let me see it.
2: I, I <laughs> have to go get it now. <laughs> All like,
0: right. I thought you said you had it in your hand. <laughs> you lied. I, I put it back. <laughs> I just have it in my hand. I just had it. Where's, where, where's my cameras? Oh, man. I didn't realize you had that. That's so yeah. cool. Uh, yes uh, now Saga Frontier I believe is a game that was not released <laughs> in, in Europe uh,
2: which sucks um, you know for our, our um, non-video podcast hey there we go there's this one. Oh yeah oh man
0: look at that is it just one disc
2: yeah and then that's, that's two this is one oh, this is Saga Frontier 1 wow good
0: work Rich Oh, so yeah. very 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 chuffed i mean how how good does that game look
2: honestly it looks pretty good yeah, I know. i'm so. <laughs> i mean i'm so impressed it has a feel of um octopath traveler oh really yeah oh cool because yeah
0: i mean i was I well, Octopath Traveler is far too modern for me. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd need I'd need a modern console to play it on first. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it looks really good. It kind of like all the backdrops and um, like the pre-rendered backgrounds and stuff look like a cross between Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy IX sort of style. But uh, it looks like it's using Final Fantasy VI type sprites. It look, it looks yeah, pre- I it think looks though, so. it looks pretty tasty. I hear it's quite a long one though, Rich. <laughs> oh
2: boy. Well, uh, I mean, the good thing is I can stream that one too. Ah, brilliant! But
0: yeah, so what we've so the current order we're currently playing f- Fantasy Star Two. We've then got um, the Final Fantasy Legends, which is the first saga game, um, and then we've got Star Ocean. Uh, we no longer have the RPG vote, a so, uh, non-RPG vote, so that's gone. So after Star Oceans is Double Dungeons, and then it's Saga Frontier with Deesa's pick.
2: So long from now. <laughs>
0: well, it's only f- it's the fourth game on. If we finish Fantasy Star Two fairly quickly, and in fairness, oh we've been playing Fantasy Star Two for a long time now. Rich.
2: Yeah, I know. We're just putting off. I know. We we well.
0: I went on holiday. We procrastinated. Um, yeah, stuff's happened. But then after after Saga Frontier as well, we then got Alandra, which uh, we voted in ourselves. Yep. And then we go into the new season where things are going to change, but we will definitely be playing uh, Sword of a Million first. And yep. I guess guess what comes after Sword of a Million? What's that? It's another Japanese-only game because Dita also managed to trigger that event. <laughs> oh boy, I know so much stuff going on, Rich. So here's our second uh, here's our second task of today. Uh, I don't know how well you can see that on my screen. That's yep, the list. I can see it. That's the list of um, Japanese-only titles which have not got English translations, but I have found some sort of uh, fan translation for.
2: You know, Romancing Saga 2 has a, they ported it over here, right? Yes, that's why
0: it's on the list. I don't think there is, um, sorry, I took a picture of it because um, I find searching the internet while doing the podcast just seems to glitch out the audio a little bit. (laughs) Uh, So unfortunately off this screen, slightly rich, which you can't see. (laughs) Uh, I believe it does say uh, Romancing Saga 2. Uh, It's got a no for a fan translation, but it's got a yes for a port
2: oh which gotcha is which is i hope we get that one because i could buy that uh, uh, and i can
0: stream it yes and romancing saga free uh sorry i'm gonna sneeze <laughs> god we're doing some terrible audio stuff today rich yeah the sneeze isn't coming right uh romancing saga free ignore that one there's no fan translation <sighs> oh excuse me, there we go, it <laughs> finally came there's no fan translation of Romancing Saga 3 and it hasn't been released yet, although I believe it's on its way <laughs> based off the, uh, the, re- the success of Romancing Saga 2 um, but yes, we need to choose one of these uh, wonderful games uh, well we're going to pick two each and um, <coughs> yeah, we're going to pick two each and then we're going to leave it up to uh, the listeners to decide on Twitter which I think's uh the fairest way of doing it.
2: I agree. I agree <laughs> very much so. Very. I was on mute for a moment. Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, I- I'm really sniffing, so I was just like, you know, oh god, I'll let Rich speak for a second. <laughs> um Cool, okay, so uh what's your first game, Rich?
2: First game romancing saga two.
0: <laughs> Damn it, I'm gonna have to buy this game. Do <laughs> uh, you know that's a long one as well, right?
2: I know. you know, know.
0: it's like a hundred plus hours?
2: Oh you'll be fine
1: <laughs>
0: Oh, okay um uh, well my first one I'm gonna go for is uh, alive uh, live alive so it's live space a the letter like the character a space live
1: huh
0: I've heard very good things about the game it's number thirteen on that list there rich uh, yep so live alive and uh, yeah I don't know anything about it uh, I think Winter said she's played it and it's very good um, yeah it looks like a, a, a weird interesting one the funny thing is pretty much all these games are by Squaresoft <laughs> we'll, True. We'll, we'll get into problems with Squaresoft in a bit uh, so what did you say Rom Saga 3 wasn't it uh, Rom Saga 2 and Live Alive what's your next game Rich
2: oh man I'm thinking yeah <laughs> Is Ye one of the yeast games? Are they portable? Like four and five?
0: Um, they're both yeah, they're both games on the SNES, and they are both. Uh, what, do we, what do you mean? Can you emulate them?
2: Well, not that. I mean, are they? Have they been re-released?
0: Oh, uh, I no, I don't. Oh, I wow. don't know. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I don't actually know that. Um, I can quickly check on iOS if you want. Can uh, delve into the app store I don't think they have I think it's just like the Chronicles ones so yeah there's Chronicles 1 Chronicles 2 uh, no I think it's just 1 and 2 because they've been like re-released 25 billion times on (laughs) 25 different consoles
2: because they're Uh, so good yeah no they, they, they are not unfortunately man Dragon Quest 5 and 6 haven't been either
0: uh well again Dragon Quest five and six weren't ported um until the 3DS which is outside of our which is outside of our cutoff point. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So yeah, so the original SNES versions weren't um weren't released in English and the English translation that Square eventually put out wasn't until the DS, which I is gotcha. outside of our generation bracket. Again, right, I'll make... do...
2: Uh, let's do 5. Dragon Quest
0: 5. Oh man, that's another 100 plus hour RPG. <laughs> you're, you're, you're going for it today, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, Yep. Yeah, let's do this. Dragon Quest 5. Do you reckon you have Dragon Quest 1 finished before we start that?
2: <laughs> I hope so.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm being mean today. <laughs> I've got the British banter on. Okay, and yeah. then uh, my final choice, I'm going for Metal. Max returns. Now, Matt on our Discord channel absolutely loves this game. Uh, I think he's on our... I think he follows us on Twitter as well. Matt Jorgensen? <laughs> I think so. When you try and remember someone's last name on Twitter and when you, you know... I'm just terrible at this sort of thing. I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry, people. But Matt Matt loves the Metal Max sagas uh series. Uh we've got two Metal Max games on the list, but not Metal Max returns, which he says is brilliant. It's kind of like um Final Fantasy, but with tanks. So okay. Yeah, you have to like level up your tank. <laughs> like an actual tank, not just like a you know a guy with a big sword, an actual tank. But it looks really, really cool, Metal Max Returns. Uh, I was thinking it would be quite a strong contender, but you've stuck in probably the two other games that everyone else is going to vote for. <laughs> <laughs> I may may win this one too. Yeah, I, I thought you would go for Bahamut Lagoon or something, but yeah, yeah that'll uh, be next. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's our four titles in. So we've got Romancing Saga Two, Live Alive, Dragon Quest Five, and Metal Max Returns. Uh, we'll put out that on Tuesday on the old uh, Tweet Tweet, and uh, you guys can vote for it. You'll have a week. Uh, oh no, actually, we'll let it end, We'll end it on friday we will get we'll put it out there for four days uh so then hopefully we can announce it on the next episode that be good get our planning in right right yeah. so um we've got one more discussion point it's your bracket from last week rich
2: yes my bracket your bracket now
0: again i've got a lovely picture so we can't edit this live but <laughs> um so we have a starting roundup of twenty-four battles, I think it is. Maybe is it twenty-four? Yeah, it's twenty-four battles between the starting forty warriors. Shall we call them? No, protagonists. So this is our pro. This is our forty protagonist R RPG battle royale, and we. So it kind of it works out strangely because because of the amount we picked. They have to, like, some people get a buy for the first round, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I, I think this bracket thing is much more American. I've had to do a lot of research on it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so because of the numbers, some people will have to fight first. And then so, like, for instance, I think uh, Cloud, um, Cloud's first fight will be against the winner of a fight from previously. If that, yeah, yeah, that's how it works.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so, uh, our first battle that we have <clears throat> is Link from Zelda versus Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, so, oh yeah, basically, uh, we're gonna every, each week we're gonna tweet out uh, for the first round at least. Um, we're gonna tweet out two brackets a week for you guys to vote on. So what we want you to do is uh, don't fight on who you think would win in a fight, but just vote for which one you prefer. Is that, is that how you wanted it to be, which?
2: Um, use that also kind of as a determining factor, too. I mean, think about it on, you know, who's the story behind it, who's the best, um, who would actually win in a fight between those two, who would also um, do the best in, in a world situation. Just, you know, your overall feelings towards that character. Yeah. So
0: our first bracket will be Link. From Zelda versus Sephiroth from Final Fantasy 7. Now, um, cho- now I'm going to choose. Now I'm going to back Link here. I think we should always back one each, Rich, and we should campaign for that for that warrior. That's fine. So I'm going to campaign for Link. Uh, now I've never played Zelda too, so I'm going to base this purely off the Game Boy version of Zelda, which, by the way, everyone is the best Zelda game in existence. <laughs> I'm sure that's a controversial statement, uh, but yeah, the Game Boy one. Um, Uh, Is just amazing. I just absolutely love that game, and Link's a complete beast. You know, no one really cares about Zelda, do they? Nope. Does anyone actually care about Zelda? Who is Zelda? She's just some princess that Link comes and saves every time. But the fact is, Link always saves Hyrule, and he does it over and over and over again. So I assume that Link from uh, Zelda 2 is just as good. So yeah, um, he's got a big sword that you know, he can fire the sword, and it shoots out a sword. That hits people. He's just cool. Um, I'm running out of things to say about
2: Zelda. He's going to get smashed by Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just Sephiroth. It's because Sephiroth is crazy. Um, he's very talented as a fighter is he, he's, he's a very talented
0: fighter he's got um he's got an amazing backstory he's been spliced with you know the genome of a space alien uh, which was known as the calamity of the world he's the strongest warrior on the planet he's got the biggest coolest sword you've ever seen in your life uh, <laughs> he's all dressed in black he's got white hair he can walk through fire
1: <laughs> yeah
0: he destroys towns um, he can he can clone and remote control parts of Genova with his mind, which is how he gets Cloud to give him dark materia. He can summon meteors from the sky. Yeah, Link. I'm sorry, Link. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but you're, you're, you're gonna get crushed by the monster from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, yeah, yay, Link! Yay, I've, I've got you back, bro. Don't you worry. You know? Nope. Uh, yeah, i probably see. I'm probably gonna get shit for not not helping out Link enough, and for saying that you know Link's Awakening is the best Zelda game. <laughs> oh, I just love Link's Awakening. It's such a good game, Rich. I was going to vote for that when we got to the time period as well. I was going to try and get that one squeezed in. A <laughs> oh,
2: I'll
0: have to find other ways of doing it. i just have to make a list of other games that I like. Oh, no more lists. Rich, if I if I, say, if I say I'm going to make more lists, can you just like get on a plane? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fly over to London, come up to my office and give me a slap. No more i will lists. do that no more lists Any, okay anyway now bracket number two or fight number two what what would you call it is it is it a bracket or is the whole thing um a it's just uh next seed next seed okay <laughs> speaking of seeds you've got zell <laughs> ah, oh, <da-dum>. yeah. <laughs> that was not a planned pun <laughs> i am just that good <laughs> Yes, so your your seed for the next round is Zell from Final Fantasy VIII and I have the face of pure evil. I uh-huh. have Alan that <laughs> bitch. from Final Lap Twin. Now, who do you think would win in a fight between Zell and Alan? Zell? Pff, Alan's going to win this all day long, Rich. Uh-huh. He's the hardest motherfucker ever. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. He is. Zell, Zell won't get anywhere near him. Alan is so quick, he's so precise and Zell's the white Mike Tyson that is very true (laughs) whereas Alan Alan's inhuman he's unbelievably quick, he's unbelievably fast no one no one can take Alan I hate that guy (laughs) you're getting PTSD again (laughs) oh god, I hate that guy (laughs) oh man, I'm so glad I put Alan in this bracket I just love talking about Alan the bloke's an absolute beast (laughs) Um, yeah so those are your choices you get to vote for Alan you get to vote for Zell Uh, choose which one you think's got the best story (laughs) I really want Alan to win this Um, I am as you can see in front of you Rich on on my screen uh, I've gone through the bracket and I've chosen who I think would win each round until I've got myself a winner do you want to do you want to discuss this now
2: (sighs) no let's not discuss that no you don't want to discuss who cool. you think is going to win. Well, I think who I think's going to win. Yeah. Like, oh, the overall thing. Oh yeah. Who do you think is going to win overall? Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Based on you know who's on this list, I mean, and we know our listeners, it's either going to be VV, Cloud, Noctis, or um, Sephiroth. Sephiroth. <laughs> so my
0: winner in the end was VV. And, but it was a close fight. Uh, he came uh, to the second place, went to Bill from Oblivion. He put up a good fight, Bill. He managed to beat Sephiroth in the round before. <laughs> uh, Alan from Final Twin Lap made it quite far as well. He beat yeah. Zell, then he beat Squall. <laughs> and then he beat Adol as well from East. <laughs> but eventually Alan was defeated by Sephiroth. But unfortunately Sephiroth couldn't compete with Bill because Bill's the Daedric Lord of Madness and can jump over buildings. <laughs> but Vivi. Vivi's just too cool. Uh so yeah, so Sephiroth came third in mine, and then Goku from Dragon Ball Z came. Oh no, sorry, Goku from Dragon Ball Z came third. Uh he's I think J- Goku is probably the only one on this list who could actually beat Sephiroth in a fight. Well, obviously other than Cloud. <laughs> Uh, I did have um I had some good fights though that I came across. Um Uh I had uh where is it? I had Butts versus Tifa <laughs> so, Which made me really laugh when that fight came up. It's just like ah, uh, you know
1: yeah.
0: Are you a bum or a boob man?
2: <laughs> That's right, basically. Uh
0: I thought that was quite funny. Uh I, I ended up with Cloud versus Zack. <laughs> Zach Fair. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, uh, most of the time it was just you know Bill. Bill was winning the fights. Bill from Oblivion is just amazing.
1: <sighs>
0: anyway, Rich, that's our bracket. We're gonna tweet those out. That's gonna be a bit of fun that we're gonna go on with for a little while. Yep. And uh, what we're what we doing today is it? It's me, isn't it this week? Yep, that's you. It's me. Okay, so uh, I've decided to talk about the very relevant subject of Final Fantasy. 7, 8 and 9 and why they're proving to be really difficult for Square to pull into like HD versions don't really have a t- an episode title though <laughs> <laughs> you'll think of one i'll think of one sorry guys um so what's going on rich we've we've had we've had square and it took them a long time i think it took them like over a year they announced they announced the fact that they were going to port final fantasy 7 to the playstation 4 and do like a HD remaster of the original. Not not the remake, but the HD remaster and give it trophies. And it took them like a year to get that done. Yeah. And that was considered a bit of a joke by the gaming community. Because they should have just been able to smash that out. You know, all you have to really do is uncompress, uncompress stuff. Because back in the day, that's what they used to do. They used to design all this really cool stuff. And then they had to compress it down to fit it onto the PlayStation disc. And then yeah. that, that's kind of like the finished thing you got was the compressed version um but yeah it took them ages to do it and then it then they did final fantasy 9 which again took them a little while to get it done and the actual hd version has glitches in it like um you know the skip rope thing now i'm not yeah. to, i'm not talking about the ridiculous trophy that they added where you have to do a thousand skip ropes <laughs> i'm talking about the actual children holding the skip rope on the on the playstation version looks perfect on the on the HD version that they released later on which is the one that you can find on iOS and um android and on the PlayStation PSN network and the ones that are being ported to the switch they aren't holding the rope the ropes like slightly off to one side oh and again it's all to do with the way that the um the scenery is being sort of uh messed around with shall we say uh, for these ports but what I want to talk about, because um, everyone's being really upset, you know, saying why, why no Final Fantasy 8, love? Why, why are they ignoring Final Fantasy 8? Well,
2: there has to be something going on with that.
0: There is, Rich. And what it is, it's the way that Squaresoft used to uh, it was like the way they used to work basically back in the uh, the 90s <laughs> when these games were coming out. Um, so what used to happen was uh, well, basically, Square didn't have any uh, backup systems. They never used to back up their work. That seems stupid. It seems very stupid, doesn't it? Uh, but I mean, this again—it was a company of like what a few hundred people, maybe, back in those yeah. days. And they—they they were pumping out top-quality entertainment like Final Fantasy VII, and you know, everyone loved it. And they were—this is when they used to absolutely—they used to pump out one of these big 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 titles like once every one or two years as opposed to nowadays where it takes like 15 years for a game to come out yeah um but yeah they didn't used to have any official sort of way of backing up their their actual systems and this became apparent when they went to make the pc version of final fantasy 7 in 1997 so, the game was given to, I think, you know, uh, Eidos? The, um They ported the Tomb Raider game from the PlayStation yeah. to the PC, uh, which was an absolutely roaring success. Like, that port was amazing. So, based off of the work they did with that, Square hired Eidos. Um Is it IDOS? E-I-O-S? Eos? I think it's Eidos. Eos. Eos. Eos, I'm sorry. Uh, Eos. E- yeah, Yeah. you know, that company that made Tomb Raider. <laughs> Um, yeah, they hired them to do the porting for Final Fantasy Seven to the PC, and so, you know, this is, a, it was a, a California-based company, uh, and Square, someone from Square turned up one day and dropped off a package, and, you know, this is the master code that we've got for Final Fantasy Seven. And so, they started working on it, only to discover that it was not the master code. It was actually an earlier version of the game's source code, which had loads and loads of bugs in it which had all been sort of ironed out before it was released on the PS1 and so they then had to stop working on this game this is all back in 1997 so Eidos then stopped working briefly on the game said to Square, you know, this isn't the final version, what's going on? So (laughs) Someone, dunno who. I I could just imagine like one Japanese guy running around the square office going, Where is it? Where is it? Yep. <laughs> uh, they they went looking for the uh for the code and they couldn't find it. It was all they had was this version. Uh and so they were just eventually Square just told uh, EDOS to um just get on with it. <laughs> they had to make it exactly like the PlayStation One version, but using this old um this old copy of the game and they didn't have any of like the raw materials that were used to make the game. So you've got all these, uh, like all the pre-rendered backgrounds. So they would have all been like designed and like lovingly put together with the animations and everything. And they would have been made in uh, almost like what would, what would have been the equivalent to HD quality back in the day. They would have been a high resolution image. And these images were then compressed down onto the PlayStation disc. So, without the high resolution images, all the IDOS had were these super compressed versions. And unfortunately, you can't really uncompress them. And there were some that were in such bad condition that they had to copy the image and then compress it again. So, the image looked even worse <laughs> afterwards. So, um, they did their best with it, but uh, the PC version wasn't particularly great once it was released. Uh, they eventually got it running, but it was um, it was littered with issues uh, just because of the way it had been made. Um, and then, not even this is the worst bit. Not even the PC's version's finished source code was saved. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the, in the end, it was the PC version that they've got. Uh, so they've had to u- reuse the PC version of Final Fantasy 7. That's the one that they eventually use to make the re-releases of the game. Uh, or they, they use it as a foundation model of the games that we now have on the mobile and on Final Fantasy 7 uh, and on uh, the PlayStation uh, 4. Wow. Uh, all in all, a bit of a cock up.
2: Yeah, I can see. I mean, Final Fantasy 8, we have now uh, 7, 8, nine. We have them all on um uh, pc but we don't have any any on um uh, we don't have eight on mobile that's one thing that's bothering me too about that and everybody else is getting different ports like on the switch and um just various other devices hmm.
0: yeah so i mean but basically no the thing is with uh, final fantasy 7 and 9 is that because they have now been released everyone kind of knows what the issues are with it um, I mean, like the president of um, <clears throat> the president of IDOS, uh, or the guy who was acting president between '97 uh, and '99. Um, he told uh, Polygon in um, <laughs> in their all history last year that they did. He was like, the funny thing is, I got a call uh, a couple of years ago from Square because they wanted to release the PC version. They asked me if I knew where the Gold Master was, and he was like, yeah, they lost it. <laughs> 'cause because obviously they once they once idos had created and made the game, they gave everything to square, and then square then lost the master copy of the p c game so That's crap. square yeah, square had just like they before they became square Enix, they just bundled everything basically, so what used to happen was these guys who worked on final Fantasy seven, you know they they made all these high res images, they had it all saved and stuff, and then once the game was print copied, released, you know final stamp on the disk they'd go, right, okay, I'm going to work on Final Fantasy VIII now. Select, file, delete. <laughs> so that. And then they'll start working on Final Fantasy VIII. So I think the only reason why a lot of Final Fantasy IX was kind of okay was because it was the last one of that era. Um, but yeah, but their poor record-keeping was just... Uh, it just had a knock-on effect to loads of loads of releases. So the, Final Fantasy, uh, the PS4 versions of Final Fantasy VII and IX uh, often look really uneven. Uh, because they are they are higher resolution models that they're using, um, and character models, uh, and they've even like in the Final Fantasy 9 version they even worked to improve the character uh, they, they improved like the character models and the textures because those things are easy to edit, but the pre-rendered backdrops uh, look really grainy and pixelated. And it's because uh, the pre-rendered backdrops have, for the most part, been lost, um, <laughs> and all the backgrounds in FF7, 8, and 9 were created in a higher resolution that needed to be compressed down. Um, yeah, I've already really mentioned that, haven't I? Yeah, they kind of yeah they really they really fucked up. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. They did. So they made these beautiful high resolutions backgrounds, and then unfortunately, in the in the versions that we now have on iOS and PC, they're all a bit shit. <laughs> because they've had to be like copied and uncompressed and recompressed. Um there were even some of the CG animations that have been lost from the original games. Huh. Um, yeah, it's just um it's terrible. And that's uh, ultimately this is what leaves uh to the fate of Final Fantasy VIII because it's in it's kind of in a it's in a bit of limbo. Um <clears throat> It's not. It's not easy to uh, pull, and most of the game doesn't like most of the actual master copy stuff doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and um, it's it's rumored that the actual PS one source code for Final Fantasy VIII is just completely lost. Because like I said, at least with Final Fantasy VII, they kind of had a a a buggy old version of the game. Even if some of like the the original documentation stuff, like the high res backgrounds, were lost. but yeah, it just seems like FF8 may just be completely lost somewhere. Because. I'm going it, to laugh. It's just sitting
2: in somebody's desk at Square Enix and a hard drive just buried.
0: <laughs> it is possible, but I've, I think it is just the case that all these people just used to delete their work once they were done. The game was released, it was out there in the public. There was someone who had this, you know, they, they could make copies and copies of the disc. So they just thought, oh, why do I need this anymore? I'll never need this again. And they just deleted it. Um. So yeah, so unfortunately with Square Enix of today, uh, they know that people want this stuff, but it's just very very difficult to make. Um, And like they've done the best they could with Final Fantasy VII and IX by porting the PC ports, but I'm pretty sure the PC version of Final Fantasy VIII is just a very faithful um, version of the PlayStation game. Um, And also, I think the Final Fantasy VIII port on Steam has got loads of issues with the controllers not sure if it's... It's probably been patched, but I'm sure when FF8 was released on PC first time around, it was supposed to be terrible. But, you know, it's also the case that with Final Fantasy VIII, it was a much bigger project and it was a lot more ambitious than Final Fantasy VII was. So it's going to be a much more complicated game to pull over. So, the be-all and end-all of this, Rich, is that after doing a bit of research, I do kind of feel for Square Enix a little bit. Because everyone's crying out for these games to be, you know. I mean, we we've done a whole episode on preserving our gaming history. People want these games, and they want them the way they were originally intended and the way they were originally released because that's that's how they were. That's that's the good thing about them. Um, and. It's I feel difficult for Square because they're getting loads of crap because people say you don't love Final Fantasy VIII anymore. Why aren't you releasing Final Fantasy VIII? And there's probably someone at Square Enix just crying because he can't find anything. <laughs> he can't find anything he can use for Final Fantasy VIII that he can successfully port into a half decent version. So this is why on the PlayStation Network all we've got is the original PS1 version. So you know Sony have kind of got the the last laugh here because generally all their psn stuff you know is just you know a giant playstation one emulator so as long as they've always got that they'll always have final fantasy 8 on their network that people can buy but you wouldn't be able to port it to the switch because they haven't got the original uh, materials to work with
2: yeah i mean i get that and everything but you know if they're looking for money grab obviously if they're wanting something just I guess after, whenever they finish Final Fantasy Seven, just go in and remake Final Fantasy eight. <laughs> if they're going to do that. I mean, seriously, with the PC version of um, that it is on um, Steam and various other places that you can find it, I'm sure we've got talented programmers now that could probably go in there and reverse engineer it and pop that thing out. I mean, they could probably do it. Um, but ultimately, it comes down to money. Are they they willing to spend that money to actually go back and and do those things and and correct their mistake um, with that because of their – with their community? It's really on them. I I get it. Somebody screwed up and somebody deleted the game. But at, at the end of the day, it's on them to make what's right to their community. If we're asking for it, you know, maybe they should come out and issue an actual official statement about why they're not doing Final Fantasy VIII anything going forward. Or just say, you know what, we're going to do the best we can. We'll get this to you guys. We just don't know when it will be yet.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do. I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, maybe some of the stuff they had for Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy IX made it a bit easier. So, like, they were able to create backgrounds for Final Fantasy IX that kind of looked okay, even if they were a bit grainy compared to the original. But it might just be the case with Final Fantasy VIII. All they've got is a PlayStation 1 disc of the game where they can't really extract the files off of it and they can't uncompress those files and you know all they can really do is take a screenshot <laughs> but even still if i was at square i would be like god you know what it took us a year to make final fantasy 8 back in the day i would just hire a bunch of developers and just say here you go, guys. You've got a year. Remake this game from scratch. Yep. Just you know, go back to the drawing board. Go from scratch and just remake it exactly like the first one was. I'm sure and they've still. Scrap- got, I'm sure they've still got the engine sitting around. Oh no, they probably have. not oh. <laughs> they probably deleted I'm sure that. They
2: do. And scrap the whole idea of you level up, your monsters level up. Nah, scrap that. Now nah, keep that stuff. You know,
0: it's what it, eh. it, it's what the game is. Right. You can't like, you can't start. You can't start nitpicking at that. They need to keep that stuff in, but even still, even if it was just a case where you know, they they could port the game, but it would the backdrops would look shit. Just pay an artist to redo all the backdrops in high resolution.
2: I mean, yeah, that's true.
0: I'm pretty sure you could probably find on like you know those art sites. Is it Deviant? Like I'm pretty sure you could probably find almost every single Final Fantasy VIII pre-rendered cut like backdrop. You could probably find someone's painted it somewhere and like made a beautiful version of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, all fun and games. There's also there's also uh, a theory about the uh, the song from Final Fantasy VIII is causing a problem as well.
2: <laughs> oh, I heard uh, that
0: too. Eyes on me, because um, it's kind of although it's made by Naboo, um, the lyrics were sung by Fei Wong. And it's kind of like the melody strung through all out, like loads of different pieces in the game. And I think there might be an issue with that. But then even if there was, like, you know, the actual music is Naboo, so they've definitely got the rights to that. If they haven't got the rights to the words, just scrap the words. Just do a uh, audio-only bit. Or do yep. what they did in Final Fantasy IX, where uh, Dagger starts going... <laughs> Where she starts sounding like she's almost singing the song, Melodies of Life. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the MIDI version. Yeah, that was the other problem as well. A lot of the MIDI files, um, MDI, uh, MIDI files, uh, which were the sound files, just sound appalling on the ports <laughs> in comparison to if you play it on the PlayStation 1 disc. Sorry, just a little nugget I'm going to drop in there. But that's it, guys uh just thought I'd give you a, a, one of my rambling explanations of why um <laughs> why we're not getting a version of FF8 <laughs> it's because square's deleted the game <laughs> oh you have to laugh don't you rich
2: i guess i can laugh at that you have
0: to laugh or you just cry <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i know
0: but you know i've got FF8 on my ps vita because it's on the playstation network <laughs> so when we come to play it i will be playing it on my vita so you know, it's not it's not all bad news. We can still play the game, but we're just not going to get oh, a, yeah. we're just not going to get a nice HD version of it anytime soon, which sucks. But yeah, um, have you got anything else you want to discuss this week, Rich? Nope, I don't. No, okay. So, no. so we've got some new games, people. Like literally new games. <laughs> uh, so once we finish Fantasy Star Two, once again to reiterate, we've got Final Fantasy Legend, which is the first saga game on the Game Boy. We've then got Star Ocean which is on the PSP which is the Square remake, which is a beautiful remake, Square. you know, we give, That one's good. We give Square a little jip for the stuff they do, but oh my god the remake of Star Ocean on the PSP is beautiful. And your remake, uh, sorry, the ultimate edition of Final Fantasy 4 on the PSP is beautiful. Oh, well done. Good work, Square. See, I'm not, I'm not going to shit on you all the time. But yeah, you square in the 90s, you suck. What are you deleting stuff for? Although, I can't say you suck, because you made some of the best games in my life <laughs> I've ever played. Uh, yeah, it's all swings and roundabouts. Uh, yeah, so after after Star Ocean, we've then got Saga Frontier, which I think is the seventh Saga game.
1: <laughs> so we're having a bit
0: of a jump there from number one to seven, Rich. I think so, yeah. Um, and then, what's after that? I
2: don't know. Al- Al- Alandra, Alandra, yeah.
0: Alandra, yes. uh, and then we've Then we go into 1991, where we're going to change things up again. We're going to change things up a lot, but Sword of a Million will be played, and then after that will be the winner of the Japanese-only vote, where you can vote for Romancing Saga 2, Live Alive, Dragon Quest V, and Metal Max Returns. So that's it this week, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Remember, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Metanica, M-E-T-U-N-N-I-C-A.
2: And I'm at HailBlue1569.
0: And you can speak to the pair of us at RPG Years. Uh, feel free to review the show on iTunes or anything you want. Oh, we got a review this week, Rich. Uh, we oh one, yeah, we, we do. got one on Stitcher. Have you had any reviews on the American
2: uh, iTunes? Nope. Not that I can see. Let me go double check one more time. All
0: right. Uh, remember, guys, on the American iTunes, um, uh, if you leave a review for us on Twitter, we'll give you a Pokemon um, Ultra uh, Sun or Moon. Uh, code for a uh, special pokemon uh lettuce and like uh, you know it looks like an eel <laughs> i can't remember the names i haven't played ultra sun and moon yet uh but yes uh if you leave that on the itunes in america <laughs> on the itunes because i sound like i'm such an old man uh, if you leave that on itunes in america then we will give you a free code for that so yeah you know, that's a bit fun uh So, our review this week was on Stitcher and was from Beaver LA, who's a good friend of ours from the Here's Johnny podcast, which is a horror podcast. So, if you like horror stuff like games and films, check them out. And he says, uh, five-star review. Very fun podcast. If you like your classic RPGs, this show is for you. The hosts are passionate and dedicate dedicate time to what they talk about. Uh, If I could provide you some uh, constructive criticism or (laughs) maybe a more coherent episode outline. Nope. <laughs> nah, I that. We don't do those. Uh, like what to expect each episode? And like, I think we do that. We talk shit at yeah. the beginning. We talk shit at the beginning. We have a main subject and then we talk shit at the end. Yeah, <laughs> we plug everything at the end. Uh, that's, that's that's a strong outline, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. And a calendar
2: so listeners know what's coming on the a calendar. The got... Calendar's a little rough because we don't know what we're gonna talk about till like probably a day before. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Is a, is
0: a list of 500 RPGs not enough for you? <laughs>
2: Nope. <laughs> with with
0: the order of which we're pretty much going to be playing these games ah oh i love you beaver <laughs> uh yeah all right don't check out his podcast <laughs> go to his podcast give him a one star review no 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 uh nah sorry i love you guys uh yeah we love the here's johnny podcast uh well, i do anyway <laughs> and yeah so we've got that uh, you can go to patreon.com and find us on there if you search for RPG rpggy which is rpg golden years uh, if you want to sponsor us uh, we've got my audio only let's play of fantasy star 2 playing out on there and I'm doing my nuzlocke challenge as well but I just want to get fantasy star 2 out of the way first uh, have we got anything else rich um just no. rating, rate and review us, people it's important pretty much especially on the American iTunes. <laughs> Most of our fan base in America. So, uh, Yeah, it's all good. All right, okay. people. right, it's been uh, lovely speaking to you. I hope I've cleared up why Square uh, well, why Square cocked up the Final Fantasy VIII port 20 years ago. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> they released the game uh. and they deleted it so that they could make room to make Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> Which is why Square Enix are now not releasing Final Fantasy VIII. Because they haven't got anything to work on. <laughs> but hopefully there's some sort of... Uh, there's some there's some basement department sitting in Squaresoft squirreling away, trying to make the best possible port of the original Final Fantasy VIII into a HD version so we can have trophies. Yeah. Hear that, why <laughs> Trophies. Trophies. Trophies, Schweiss. Yeah. Trophies are coming. We just, just <laughs> need to right, wait guys. for the basement team to finish their jobs. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh yeah, it's been fun talking. Remember, we've got some stuff coming out on Twitter. We've got the non, uh, we've got the Japanese only vote, and we've got the brackets that you can compete in as well. Rate and review us, and we'll speak to you all next week. Yep, have a good week, guys. Lovely talking to you guys. Over and out.